Welcome to Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast where your hosts, Rhett and John, are going to sit down, watch some movies, drink some beer, reflect on life. This week, we got a cult classic for you. A cult classic all the way from 1971, starring the one and only master of horror, Vincent Price. That's right. You guess it. It's the abominable Dr. Fives. In this movie, Dr. Fives seeks revenge on the nine doctors he thinks are responsible for the death of his wife. But he doesn't do so in conventional means. No, that'd be, that'd be too easy. This is a great movie. I saw it for the first time during the recording of this podcast, and I recommend it to anybody. It has some stiff acting and some stiff, campy British humor. But anyone who is a fan of the classic horror movie should find themselves watching this. Hey, find yourself watching this with me and John. Done deal. Enjoy the movie. I don't see the point in having hair, really. It just gets in the way. Yeah, no, my hairline's receding. It just makes me look tougher. It does. It makes me look a little manly. scared. Yeah. When you walked in and you took off your hat, I... Uh... Yeah, I know, I know. It just blew you away. I did, yeah. I mean, you did. I what? <laughs> yep. No, it is going back though. I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. People make fun of it, but it's, it's whatever. I agree with you. What's the point in having hair? No, John, I'm asking you. What's the point in having hair? I don't know. Honestly, if I could just shave it and wear a hat all the time, I'd be fine with that. You can do that. Well, I know, but I have a wife. And I would like her to continue to be okay with me sleeping in the same bed as she is sleeping in. I would like to continue having a happy marriage. <laughs> yes. So I'll not be cutting off all my hair. Right. So, welcome back to Cinnaman. I mean, you really got a good deal. You can do it. She can't get mad. It's jeans. Well, once I start going bald, now it's still fine. I can still comb it. I'm I could, just kidding. I could look dashing, like a dashing young young man and... Uh, but, uh, like I was saying, John, Cineman, spiciest movie podcast, the manliest movie podcast, the cinema of manliness and spice podcast. Now with nuts. Now with penis. I meant peanuts. <laughs> Although uh, there is extra penis in this podcast sometimes, as you'll see. Uh, John, what do we got on the list? We're gonna, we're gonna hit up some Dr. Fives, yeah, the, the abominable... abominable. Dr. Fives. So tell us a little bit about Dr. Fives. Well, some of you horror fans may be familiar with Vincent Price, classic in the genre. Mm-hmm. Recorded many, many movies. Most of them were crap. No, all of them were crap. Classic. Uh, the Fly cult. was crap? Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> classic uh, cult movie, B-movies, whatever you want to call them. Let's be honest, though. I mean, the, Dr. Fives, I mean, this is the movie. And that's why we're watching it here. Yeah, that's why we're watching it here. Radical Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hellraiser's pretty damn good, bro. All right. So this film's rated PG-13, so uh, in case uh, any of you parents uh, want to plop your kids down right here, we'll take care of them for a few hours. And not a big deal. Uncle Rhett and John are here. Please don't let this take care of your kids. Please do. <laughs> I want to accomplish something. Um, screwing up America's youth. What, you, <laughs> screwing up or taking care of? Watching out for? 
Taking care of? Raising. Yeah, taking care of. <laughs> For those who couldn't see, we made uh, backhand and gun gestures. <laughs> you know, like in Pulp Fiction. I've been playing uh, the Godfather video game. Uh-huh. It's awesome. I saw you had the map up on the wall. <laughs> well, because in Missouri, I played some Grand Theft Auto, and I forgot how fun it is. Oh, yeah? Then I remembered I have... The Godfather, which is yeah. Grand Theft Auto in Brooklyn in 1945. Yeah, yeah. My boss just loaned me Grand Theft Auto Five, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I'm little so cool. Little behind. It's been out for like a year now, yeah, but don't matter. But uh, I guess I don't know. Unless you got more things to say, we could at least hit play and see where this movie uh, well, takes us on its journey. As a kid, this used to be one of my favorite movies. I own the VHS somewhere. What happened? What happened? I don't have a VCR. <laughs> you don't. Give you one. Really? No. <laughs> I got Okay. I got about 65 blank VHS tapes if you got some programming you'd like to record. <laughs> I need a DVR. That's like... I have an 8-track player with Bluetooth connectivity for your car if you want it. Do you really? No. You ever listen to 8-tracks? Yeah, I have. That's what you mean. They're cool. Yeah, I don't know about that. So what's happening here? I have no idea. There's it's an just a player. classic 1970s British horror film uh-huh. that takes place in the 30s. So there's lots of English countryside type themes, if you want to call it. Okay. And when I was a kid, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you did, didn't you? I did. I liked all those weird old movies. Still do. Now, what you guys have to realize about The Abominable Dr. Fives, it's based off of this story, um, you know, uh, called Dr. Fives, uh, but they took some liberties. They did, they did. <laughs> Would you like to expand on that? And Terry Thomas. Who's Terry Thomas? Alex's uncle. Really? No. Oh, yeah, his she name is Terry Thomas, Terry. <laughs> but not this guy. There's also a Terry Thomas that did, like, music or something for the original Robin Hood. Oh, that's kind of cool. No. Not the music, something less significant. Well, apparently your dad's uncle trained the guy in, uh... Dad's cousin. Yeah, he Seriously. Cousin. Uh, what's it called? Behind Enemy Lines. He Great trained movie. the act, the guy that the movie is based off of. He was a The survival. actual guy who was stuck behind Enemy Lines. Survival not ex- expert. And just so you guys, if you guys don't know, the guy lived, so uh, that's something. Mm-hmm. He survived all right. He also has a machete that he got from the Philippines that was made from a Jeep spring. Your dad or your dad's cousin? Cousin. That's cool. Isn't it? Stuff the VC used to do. Charlie. So this is quite an organ scene. <laughs> He's uh, well, what do you expect with uh, Zachary Arkoff as one of the the producers? Did you see that name? What name? Oh, Samuel Z. Arkoff. Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's a cool name. He likes to arc off at night. Is that a big deal? <laughs> He's a robot. That's why it's Arkoff because it sends arcs of electricity out. Get it? Then he has a creepy puppet orchestra. Dr. Five's Clockwork Wizards. <laughs> How come they weren't playing while he was playing? 
Is this Dr. Fives right here? Mm-hmm. He's, so. he's also a talented organ player? Mm-hmm. Well, what villain isn't, really? Oh, those guys are fake. Yeah. So, obviously, Dr. Fives doesn't have any friends. Oh, that's why they're called the Clockwork Wizards. Mm -hmm. Wow, they're really good. Why is this scene still going? <laughs> it's one of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it all makes sense now. Who's this? I don't know, a lady. Is this his bride? I think so. She's probably fake. Is he imagining this while he arcs off? Look at the artwork on the walls. She's wearing quite a dress. That's quite a headgear deal, too. Looks like... Uh, now available at Nordstrom's. I would totally buy that and wear it. <laughs> oh, that is so cool, though. Oh, my God. So Dr. Fibes, he's still not... We have, still haven't seen his face. So is he a real doctor? Must have been a one Or point. did doctors just scare people back in the day? I think they do now. I mean, there's Michael Doctor, who plays for OSU. Yep. How about that? <laughs> Poor OSU in that game the other day, huh? That was tough. So, we were in Missouri for Thanksgiving, as I think I mentioned. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we were there for the game. And my wife's youngest cousin, Jennifer... For those who don't know, he's talking about the Civil War here in Oregon between yeah. the Ducks and the Beavers. Mm -hmm. um, she's dating a guy that no one in the family likes. Uh-huh. And I didn't really talk to the guy. We were sitting there watching the game. I'm wearing my Oregon State Beavers t-shirt. Yeah. Clearly upset. And he's like, fuck those guys. No, no, no. Even worse. He walks in. He looks at the square. He's like, yeah, go Ducks. I'm like... Mm. He's like, what, you're not a Ducks fan? <laughs> is that the douchiest thing you can say? I mean, no, I, but no, it's pretty it stupidly I, douche. I, I sat there, didn't even look at him, just looked straight forward. Alex is like, he just graduated from LSU. And then the guy's like, yeah, Oregon has a really cool football team. It's blue. Or no, wait, that's Boise State. Oh, but theirs is cool, too, because it's green. A green football field? Oh, my gosh, stop the presses. <laughs> he said that. No. A green football. <laughs> Who is this guy? I don't remember his name. Some relative's boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Isn't that always, like, the most awkward thing? Yep. One Especially time, when no one in the family likes him. I had a cousin one time who brought a boyfriend home who talked about, um, was, like, trying to talk about, like, stomach problems with a person that has celiac disease. And was like, yeah, I had some problems once. Like, I drank too much. Was rejecting from both sides all day. And I was like, what an ass clown. You wanted to be like, hey, idiot. Although I was impressed with his use of the word rejecting. <laughs> it was very tactful. Because he stopped. He was like, and I, I spent all day... Uh, and he, like, looks around. Rejecting from both sides. I was like, that's slick, buddy. That's slick. Rejecting. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's pretty sure it's not the correct usage of the term, but <laughs> that's all right. 
We'll cut him a little bit of slack. So what's happening? Who's this guy? Some guy. Is What's Dr. Fibes doing? Well, remember, Dr. Fibes' idea in this whole movie was to get revenge on everyone that was supposed to save his wife. So this guy is some sort of a doctor or surgeon or something. And he just lowered a cage into his bedroom. Probably has a gorilla in there, right? <laughs> oh, very small be gorilla. Badass, though. <laughs> like that. Freaking gorilla just goes ape shit and destroys him. Wakes up and there's a freaking silverback gorilla in his house. That <laughs> just beats the ever-loving Christ from him. Tears his limbs off. Oh, that'd be something, though, wouldn't it? It would. Oh, that's what I'm gonna do. Like, screw snakes or scorpions. Like, <laughs> just get a silverback. Just freaking put a gorilla in someone or an orangutan. Those things can get down too. Oh, right? orangutans are terrifying. Could you imagine waking up and finding one in your house? Like, you just come out to take a piss, man. Like, you're just you're just no, you're I home alone. You're waking up, right? It's not a you find a snake. Okay, you get out your shovel. You take his head off real quick. What are you gonna do against a gorilla? <laughs> you could put a 12 gauge slug in its face and it still wouldn't it would keep on moving <laughs> do your gorilla sound again <laughs> oh it's a bat it's a bat well that's pretty creepy but why is he freaking out so much though they're like, fruit they're just bats. friendly and those are clearly fruit bats because how big they are, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think so. Well, what's it gonna do? Bats don't eat humans. You just grab them. But uh, yeah, remember the gorilla sound from high school? <laughs> that was when uh, from high way school? back in the day. Remember because I got in a fight with that girl, and uh, and she, and she was like, "Rhett, you're the weirdest kid in school." And then later on, who was it? It was Nicole. Nicole. I don't know if I want to say any last names. It was Nicole Trigger, okay? Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) And you and Charlie were sitting down, and then she's like, these are our seats. And you guys were like, oh, okay. And I was like, no, sit down. Sit your butts down. And you're like, oh, okay. You guys sit down. And they're like, no, get up. And you guys are like, all right. And you guys left. And then Nicole is like, this is our seat. And I was like, I don't see your guys' name written on it. And she, <laughs> freaking high school. And then she's like, "Rhett," she couldn't even come up with anything. She literally was just like, "Rhett, you're the weirdest kid in school." And, and you just like imagine like a like how the Simpsons or Family Guy. Like I'm standing there like shocked. The sun comes up, the moon comes up, the sun comes up, the moon comes up. Several days pass, and then I'm like, okay. <laughs> I came up with the perfect like response. Well, I didn't come up with it, but later on that night, I told someone about Ooh. it. That's like eggs and toast. That bat was like coming. <laughs> what? Yeah, right. There's that many bats? Why didn't you just go under his blanket, for God's sake? So he died from bats, apparently. But uh, later on, I was telling a buddy about it, and he's like, You know what you should have done, man? You should have slammed your fist on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> And he made the face, and he's like, and just pretended to be a goddamn gorilla. That <laughs> would have shut the school down. You know, though, I gotta give props to Cody. 
because uh, when we were living together, he did the perfect impression of a gorilla run that I've ever seen. And you know, Cody's not a, like a physically funny person, but he got on the ground and he did this like hunchbacked, like sideways run. Like he was like going like <laughs> side. <laughs> I could not. Oh, jeez. I could. I could not stop laughing. Oh man! And then he pounded his fist and he did the gorilla face. <laughs> it was the most amazing thing, Cody. If you're listening to that, kudos for being so awesome. Yeah, it sounded pretty cool. Oh my gosh! <sighs> so, but yeah, all that comes from the idea of lowering a gorilla in a cage into someone's house. <laughs> Look, I know it was a kind of a small cage, but at first, I mean, the perspective was all right. It just looked like a big cage. You didn't know how big it was, really, I guess. It just looked like maybe a gorilla could fit inside. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like that, uh, that gag, that running gag on the last season of How I Met Your Mother, and they're like, yeah, I got the ring bearer all squared away. And she's like, ring bearer? Yeah, ring bearer. She's like... Ring bearer, right? And it's like, yeah, ring bearer. <laughs> and then this freaking bear comes down and brings a ring, and then he's like, oh, if you love that, you're gonna love the flower gorilla. <laughs> and he's like, this, like, she's like, please no, and he's like. <laughs> so now he ha- is this Doctor the sideburns? Oh, nice. That's how you know what it's gonna look like on your face. Is this Doctor Fives? Yep. Are we about to finally see him? I think so. So what exactly is now happening? He got revenge on his first visit. So this is kind of like a V for Vendetta. No? Yeah, I guess so. It's been a while since I've seen it. Is that him? Yep, and he has prosthetic nose and ears and all that. Why? Because he's like a corpse. Oh. Why is he like a corpse? Because he's dead. Oh. Why is he dead? Because he has no life. Because his wife died? I think so. And so he just, like, what, sits inside and plays the organ all day? Yeah. He's not even pressing any keys. Oh, there he goes. Finally. He just hit a bunch of random keys. <laughs> that how they play so is, piano? This, is this the Hammond B3? Would it have the curb deal? I have no idea. Me neither. Those things are pretty cool. So oh, okay. now they're at a masked ball. And he's going to kill that guy. Or Why? someone. What well, because do? when he kills him, he has their their bust statue, you know? Yeah. And then he puts that necklace on him. Yeah. And he has that necklace. That's cool. And they're at like a masquerade. Is that what they call these deals? Yeah. Masquerade or a masked ball. Some creepy orgy deal. Looks like his name's Hero Graves. <laughs> Fucking Brits. <laughs> That's a quite a cool frog mask, actually. What? That looks awesome. And then, oh. Oh, it locks on, huh? Oh, it slowly tightens. Until he, what, can't get it off or kills him? Is he like the first Jigsaw killer from Saw? No, no. You want to play a game? 
everyone thinks he's drunk or something. Or everyone there is in on the murder plot. That guy was a reggae guy. Well, now he can't take the mask off, and now he's going to have to become a frog superhero. <laughs> well, obviously, that's the logical It's the one, it's the one route you can go. I mean, life finds a way. Life finds a way. Jurassic Park, John. Because the frog DNA. Why did he walk up the stairs to die? Not very intelligent. So it's that tight that he's seeing red now? Get me all hot and mad. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Ew. Oh, it must have tightened a lot. How come he's looking right at him? They're going to know he did it. Well, they're all in on it, I think. Oh, really? Or they're just really confused. I would be pretty confused if yeah, somebody... Too. Oh, no, he just killed him. Yeah, of course he did. So what's the necklace? What is the necklace, John? Oh, and then he burns the busts? Oh, it melts the face all over them? John, help me out here, buddy! Yep, you're right. What's the necklace for? I just told you! It's symbolic of death and things. <laughs> Come on! I'm just, uh... When are we going to see Garth Marenghi? I mean, he's killing doctors, right? show's so good. Yep. Oh, interesting fact. There's uh -huh. a good variety of red onion out right now. Uh-huh. Guess what they're called? Merengue. Yep. No. Yeah, and it's a good liquid fish variety. Merengue. There's a species of aliens on Star Trek called Ferengi. But it's not Merengue. <laughs> Why are the red onions called Merengue? That's what name they came up with. Garth Marenghi planted them? I'm not sure who came up with the variety, actually. I don't know a whole lot about onion breeding. Oh, you don't? No. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> yeah? Are they uh, diploid or haploid? They're obviously diploid. Why obviously? They're big enough to be haploid. I know they're big enough to be <laughs> haploid, but they're not. Or are they dioecious or monoecious? They're monoecious. But it takes a male and a female plant. Not if you're breeding them yourself. No. No. No, yeah. No. <laughs> They're just like potatoes in that way. Just like potatoes, huh? They're both tubers. Or something. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I don't think an onion is a tuber. Yeah. Oh, look at this. I think a chive is, though. Okay. And the chives is kind of like an onion. <laughs> so is garlic. Yeah. Garlic's definitely similar. Oh, hey, look 1920 at that. 1920s stag film right here. Oh. Hand cranked. Nice. Oh, she's pulling out the snake. <laughs> he wants her to pull out his snake. Whoa, look at him knocking back the brandy. <laughs> In a brandy balloon. <laughs> he really is li he's liking it a lot. Whoa, she's putting the snake it's in his mouth. It's so weird. 
She's putting the snake in her mouth! Oh, she can get a lot of that snake, buddy. Maybe she can get a lot of you, then. What is that? Is made? Must be. Huh. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna play it again, huh? How long is this video? Depends how fast you crank it. <laughs> it would be cool to get some hand crank videos like that. That would suck. Well, I mean, be kind of nostalgic, you know, it wouldn't be realistic. Oh. She's gonna dance with a snake. His snake. <laughs> He's still turning the crank. Now, see, this movie's got way more sexy in it than Hellraiser does. <laughs> it's sad. It's really sad. <laughs> like, Hellraiser's based on, like, that sexiness, you know? Both British movies. Oh, my God, she's tying him up. Is Dr. Fives going to kill this guy right now? I think she does. I don't know. Oh, no, he's coming in. Oh, this is going to be gruesome right He wants here. to watch first. Ooh, that's his assistant. Why don't Dr. Fives just get remarried? I know he's upset about his wife and everything, but... When do we get to see what the real Dr. Fives looks like? Is he going to pump air into him? I don't know. Uh. Oh, it's the kill necklace. So this is just like V for Vendetta. Is it? He kills all the people that he doesn't like. To get revenge on them. I think that's like a lot of movies. Vincent Price also has another movie which is exactly the same. Song. So this is just like The Count of Monte Cristo. No, no, What's the movie he has? He's a failed actor and he kills like movie critics and directors and things like that. I have no idea. It's another movie. It was. Oh, it is another probably, movie, huh? <laughs> they probably filmed them at the same time. <laughs> just rearranged scenes. Gave someone else the prosthetics. I can see company like that, even that. You know, the, the problem is, this is probably someone's, like, favorite movie, and we're sitting over here trashing on it, but look, this is, this is Cineman, and uh, we actually love these types of movies. They're very dear to our hearts. Oh... I think uh, everyone gets to uh, look forward to Conan the Barbarian someday soon. It's a quite a train set that the uh, old man has there.
You want anything with the lasagna? Uh, no. It's up to you. If you want anything, <laughs> you want beans. They changed the name in the closed captions. To what? Remember when I said it's, his name was actually looked like Dr. Hergraves? Now they're saying Dr. Hargraves just died. <laughs> oh my gosh. Great movie. Bloodletting right there. How's he going to kill him? Look at that blood. Is it grape juice? We were, we were complaining about Hellraiser earlier. <laughs> Concord grape juice right there. And she's playing <coughs> violin with gloves on? <laughs> A white violin with gloves on and an all-aluminum car. Oh, this is how they're going to kill him. Just take out all of his blood? That's a pretty gruesome way. Isn't it? I wouldn't be too happy about it. That's horrible. I guess it'd be just like going to sleep. Oh, painfully. Ugh, that's a lot of blood. I can tell you... Couldn't he just buy one kind of bottle? Look at that, he has like three, <laughs> three different sizes, yeah. Well, he's poor. <laughs> you can't be an evil genius and poor. Is he a genius? I don't know. doesn't appear to be too smart to me. He likes art. I think he's just checking out that chick right there. I like the Art Deco apartments. Right. Straight out of 30s popular mechanics. <laughs> Speaking of which, my dad has a stack of those. Yeah. Oh, they're so awesome. I, I remember. I remember moving those out. Yeah. He has some old ones. Yeah. Like, legitimately 30s. Yeah. I got a box of TV guys from the 60s. I was. Uh, <laughs> that's something, John. Except they're off brand TV guides, so they're not worth anything. Uh, I, uh, uh. When I was cleaning out my mom's house, I freaking found a box of, like, old catalogs, basically. Not even, like, 1800 Sears catalogs. You know, it was, like, early 90s, late 80s, like, Whatever, like TV guide catalogs, like it's awesome. buy this from the television and you get yourself a doohickey me bobber. Plus <laughs> one, just three easy payments, right? Three easy payments of nineteen nine to five, and it can be yours with free shipping. But I don't give you offers like that. No, they don't. And why would they? No one can afford nineteen ninety five three times. It's less than sixty bucks. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Sixty bucks for a what do you call it? Thingy Majig McGigger? <laughs> Flim Flammy <laughs> McGigger or something? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Ooh. Nice. His wife? Oh, no. Is he watching stat films with his wife in the other room? 
Maybe we're still conscious when it happens. Do you think it's under the same? Oh, I don't think anymore, Tom. <laughs> you don't think anymore, Tom? I quit thinking a long time ago. Why does he have to burn it? It's symbolically burning the rubber. You know, the British people have some fantastic actors. They also have some really bad actors. Mm -hmm. Ten. Ten of the death necklaces. Why? I don't know. I'm... Ten people are going to die. Who is this guy? He's a jewelry maker. He's a jewelry maker or like an alchemist? Like, what's up with his hat? <laughs> Don't know. Why does he have like an open flame in his kitchen there? <laughs> That's his jewelry shop. What is the flame for? Making jewelry. What's he going to do with just like a... You don't know the jewelry business. A honker on that guy. Yeah, the British people got quite some noses. They do. They do. Yeah. After like ten years of owning that Hitler golfing sweater... I finally put it to good use at an ugly sweater party. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. There's two other people in the sweater, right? And someone came up with a brilliant conclusion that it was Hitler hitting the golf ball, of course, and then uh, Churchill and FDR uh, in the background. He's playing some golf. You know... Uh, like 1938 or something? <laughs> well... So, yeah. Hitler, what do you got planned for the next year? <laughs> Don't find out. Maybe it could have been after. I mean... Hitler's got to kill time between killing Jews, right? Am I right? Am I right, John? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, so what's the difference between a Jew and a pizza? What? A pizza can't read Hebrew. just... <laughs> Is that why you said this joke right now? Because there's a, a, a rabbi on the... Yep. Oh. It's the biblical plagues. Here's where it starts getting a little crazy. We're starting to find out here. He made ten ambulances, Dr. Uh, his name. He made ten ambulances with different logos on them, which means... Frogs, boils, bats. Frogs, boils, curse bats, blood. curse of the blood. These are how the people have died so far.
Who had the curse of boils? I don't know. That's upset. Rats is coming. Hail is still coming. The beasts. Locusts. The locusts. And the curse. The death of the firstborn. Oh, jeez. Darkness. Someone's going blind, maybe? Uh, Dr. Uh, what's his name? Fibes. Dr. Fibes. So, the plot is coming into focus. Like, I'm feeling good vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good vibrations. <laughs> Dr. Fibes. I'm getting some good fibes off this guy. High fives. the hospital about that. I, high fives, that was pretty good too, yeah, right? Speed and limits he put 55. like a headphone deal in his neck. Did he? So he could hear people? That's probably cool you could talk. Oh yeah, I can talk. So he made... He sounds like the guy from South Park with the throat thing. <laughs> that looks like the girl that was just with him. A little bit different. She's more mature. Oh, mature. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything funny to say after that. <laughs> I can tell. Is that her hand? That's <laughs> creepy. Well, this guy's creepy. I think we figured that out. So this doctor is trying to be a douche to the inspector right now. I've got 1,200 cases with 10 to a dozen uh, surgeons helping me. Dr. Dunnywood. Uh, <laughs> Bat victim. 37 cases. Where he worked with all of them. On Mrs. Fibes. Oh, he figured it out. I thought he was being a douche, but he was just <laughs> he was just probably trying to point out Victoria Regina Fibes. Regina. Regina. Did you hear him say Regina? That? He said Regina Fibes. It's a bad name. Uh, well, you know, sometimes Regina, sometimes I'm just not hitting him today, man. I'm just not hitting him. I'm just swinging. No one can fault me for swinging, though, right, John? Coach always said, swing for the fences. Oh. Oh, so now he's explaining that nine... You know, this isn't as bad of a movie as you made it sound so far. Isn't it? It's one of the movies that I used to watch in... Uh... That little white shop. Yeah, the garage. Yeah. yeah we watched The Fly out there. Doesn't it have the feel of that kind of movie? Yeah, it does. Does that mean watch out there? We watched The January, Fly out there. when it's like 30 degrees yeah. outside. Newspaper stuffed in your shirt jacket. We did that. <laughs> uh, and also, we, we also... 
We used newspapers as scarves. <laughs> yeah, we did, didn't we? Hey, you want to grab me one there, Chief? Sure. Lasagna, that's what I was looking at. Oh, how's that coming along? Um, man, you know what's really funny, man, is uh, I've been running into Luis a lot lately. Oh, really? How's Dude, that guy goes to more shows than anyone that I know. I believe it. Um, he just freaking... Um, he goes to so much, man. He went to Sasquatch. Uh, saw all these freaking rad bands that I've always wanted to see. He just goes all the time. What does he do? I don't know, honestly. Goes to shows, drops acid. His parents are rich, I think. Are they? He used to drive a Mercedes in high school. Did he? Yeah. No. It was after high school. We were in high school. Mm. He was a different dude. Yeah. I like how his car has the windows I, painted. I was gonna ask about that actually, because it's. I was. Why does he have him painted? It? Quite a dog. Is it like camouflage? It's not very good camouflage. It's a picture of him. <laughs> is that his wife? That's his assistant lady. Why does she? With a look so a, much a like greyhound, his, isn't it? Yeah, it's greyhound. I don't know. You can tell by the heat that its vagina is putting off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a Rolls Royce. Is it? Oh, that guy looks classy. He's gonna kill her. Could you imagine back in the day, like being a servant to a rich person, and your job was like doing what he told you, including like helping people out? Go help a young lady out, not that ugly one, the pretty one. No. Why are you killing the chauffeur? Vulcan death grip. That's not who you want to kill. His assistant, man. She's pretty. She's not bad. It's his wife, though. I don't know who it is. Looks just like his wife. What the? Whoa. What's he going to do? Those are some shoes right there. Did you see those? That's with, like, Catwoman stuff right there. Mm -hmm. Listeners, uh, you'll have to forgive us for... <laughs> Munching on the skinny sticks. They're tasty. They That's really are. creepy. I <laughs> didn't notice that before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that guy looks like someone I know. <laughs> oh. Why is he so upset that his wife died? Was it bad? Well, I think it was a surgery. And he thinks it should have went well, and it didn't. Is he, but he's a doctor, like a medical doctor? I don't know. Why didn't he just perform the fucking surgery then? Probably a doctor of astrology or something. <laughs> doctor of music. <laughs> hey, he could be. He's got the uh, Dr. Fives Clockwork Wizards. Yep, yep. That is such a badass band name, though. We're starting a band right now called Dr. Fives Clockwork Wizards. <laughs> A joke that very few people would get. Or at least called ourselves the Clockwork Wizards. Why not? Why not, John? <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't see a band called the Clockwork Wizards. Depends if they were good. That's true. 
That's true. You got to have enough uh, something to to pull the joke all the way through. <clears throat> I've probably said this a thousand times, but my buddy o O'Shea, he always had this idea because I always kind of told him I wanted to do a Maylene um, cover band, and he was said a good a good cover, a good a good cover band for Maylene and Sons of Disaster. It was a play on uh, a, a an Adventure Time character. Have you ever seen Adventure Time? I don't think so. Well, it's kind of like SpongeBob, but it's better. Um, but uh, there's a vampire in the show, and her name's Marceline. And uh, and you know, it's Adventure Time, and and Jake and Finn are brothers, basically, and they're all about adventure, and they're adventurers, so. The uh, the the name of the cover band would be called Marceline and the Sons of Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Gotta see the show though. I heard Cartoon Network's not a thing anymore. I think I have it. I don't know if you do, John. I'll look. After this, of course. Yeah. So how did he die? What was that machine? I'll explain it. Coming up. Oh, some sort of hedge pack. It's like wax. AC. Yep. It's an AC unit. That must have been expensive. How do you keep him in the car, though? Like, why didn't he just get out? <laughs> You can't think too hard about this movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry to anyone listening to this, just hearing our crunches over and over. <laughs> it's, like it's, like it's like Ninja Turtles. He's like, could you possibly do that any louder? And he goes like right up to his ear and it's like... <laughs> Someone probably just turned the podcast off right there. As soon as I started crunching in their ears. <laughs> You're upset about it. Start your own podcast. Called We Don't Like Crunches. And then tell us you don't like it and we'll never do it again. Please. <laughs> Just kidding. Not that desperate. But seriously. Uh-huh. This your addiction. You're a claustrophobic. Whoa! I've never even looked at a guy! <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I sh I gotta stop though. Someone's listened to Duel of Taints and they're so fucking sick of the Ninja Turtles quotes, and I come over here and do it now. Oh, they're god, they're so bad. Me and Kane almost made it through like the first episode in like eight episodes without quoting Ninja Turtles, <laughs> but then we did right at the end. It was pretty sad. It's so quotable, though. Kid looks like a fruitcake. And great organist, huh? Say what you really think. He's a great pianist? He has a great pianist organ? He has great organgitorns. <laughs> he shops at the Antiqua store. I don't know what that means. Sits on his back patio, sipping beers. 
<laughs> Come on, John. Someone has to think he's funny, and it's you. Patient. That was good. See? Isn't it funny when you think about it? Organdatorn's a bit of a stretch, but one time, buddy of mine, we were just sitting there talking, and he's reading an article, and he's like, what the f- what the F is an Organgitorn? He's he was reading Orangutan. <laughs> Organgitorn. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, it's like, man, it's... Look at all this chaos. Is that a payoff? Oh, that's a good one, too. I still think Patio is the best. I can't think of one that's any funnier than that. Well, that Organgenorms. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh. So, when the Spanish uh, picture frame. What? The Spanish picture frame? What? What's that? <laughs> what? Woodstop Oblate? <laughs> Otherwise known as Unstoppable. Anyone who doesn't know, John had this picture frame and it was a stop sign and the little picture goes in, but on the left it said... It had three lines. It was un, stop, able. But I read it, and I was thinking, like, because the colors were red, and and it just looked all bright, like, um, you know, like when I was trying to learn Spanish in elementary school, like a Spanish book. And I was always like, un stop hable, all right. And no, no one corrected me for, like, two years. That's what made it funny. <laughs> like, everyone just let it slide. Finally, like, one day someone was like, it says unstoppable. <laughs> no. That was great. <laughs> oh, man. Why is his assistant, like, walking up the stairs all seductively? That That's his wife! What he his wife hired her to look just like his wife. I can see that. Not doing it, but... <laughs> no, John. I heard you. You said you could see yourself doing that. I'm telling you, though, man. This movie's got all sorts of sexy going for it. Like... A lot more than Hellraiser. It does! They're going into the Fibes Mausoleum? What is it? What are these? Are these mausoleums? Is this what it's like to be rich? You have a whole building dedicated to your wife's corpse? Yeah, what are they called? Mausoleum? No. I mean, it's not like, you wouldn't say a tomb, it's would you? A tomb. What is it called? Instead of having just a, a headstone, it's a whole building. I can't think of the dang name. Look it up real fast. It's going to bother me. Anton Fibes. That's his name. This lasagna is going to be good. Are you sure it's not mausoleum? It might be. But in 
in Missouri, we passed one, and I didn't recognize it. I asked what it is, and someone said what it was, but I don't think it was mausoleum. Could have been. Mausoleum. Or, uh, what do they call... Synonym for mausoleum. A building, especially a large and stately one, housing tombs. There's also, what, would you call this a sepulcher? A crypt? Crypt. Crypt. Yes. Crypt. <laughs> Meaning the next movie you should watch is Tales of the Crypt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, crypt. That's what I would call it. But mausoleum probably sounds a little bit more proper. Crypt sounds cool, though. Well, look, though. Here's a picture of a mausoleum. Look at a picture of a crypt. Why? Because it's going to oh, look oh, exactly... there's the tomb. There's the tomb of... Um, That's a sarcophagus. Whatever. Coffin. <laughs> Another word for it, yes. Crypt. She's gone. No, oh, huh? she is gone. Oh, what? Oh. I wish that I was rich enough to be this guy. <laughs> He's pretty weird. A crypt is a stone chamber or vault beneath the floor of a burial vault. Oh, a crypt is... Possibly beneath. containing sarcophagi, coffins, or relics. So, a crypt is below ground and a mausoleum is the above ground. But it's below a burial vault. So, like, sometimes a crypt... Like, you can go into a mausoleum... And then go down. And then the even room. go down. Even, maybe, I think. That makes sense. You know, just think about movies you've seen. <laughs> right? Such as the Abominable Doctor Fives. I like the cars they're driving. Because that looks like a, that was a cool car right there. When does the Abominable Doctor Fives become the Abominable Iron Sloth? I don't know. Damn. <laughs> I wish you did. Uh, truly. Truly. Anyone who hasn't seen Dr. Fives at least once, I highly recommend it so far. Truly, not a, not a bad movie, John. Thank you. This was a good choice. The acting is a little bit stiff, but... It's very uh, theatrical. By the way, have you seen any? Uh, have you seen Interstellar? No. John. Look, Teasel, in Shepherd's Purse. That's Poppycock. Yeah, it's Teasel. Is this Poppycock is a, is a popcorn snack. It's a board game. Is it? I don't know. Both of us were BS. <clears throat> Dude, look at that car. Oh, that's pretty sweet, isn't it? Oh, London aeroplane. It's like what a German officer would drive in. Uh... That is a cool car. Got two spares, just in case. Probably reach speeds of 40 miles an hour. Hell yeah. But he's going to drive an aeroplane. <laughs> yeah, not an airplane. Aeroplane. Let's get cold up there, huh? 
Yep. It's probably why they have bomber jackets. I'd love to have a bomber jacket. It's just a big jacket. Wouldn't it be cool, though, to have, like, the fur-lined bomber jacket? Those would be cool. My dad used to have one, and it was oh, awesome. Damn. Look like an idiot wearing it, but it's awesome. Uh, but really, you haven't seen Interstellar? You kind of rolled your eyes at it when I mentioned it. Because it's something I've been meaning to watch, and you and many other people told me it's great, but I hardly ever go to the movies. You should. I know. If you don't ever go to the movies, this is the one movie you should go see. Uh, me and Bailey, we we saw it. We're actually next weekend for my birthday. We're gonna go see it in IMAX. Nice. Yeah, so I'm excited. Well, I <laughs> they gotta push the plane. <laughs> Once he's off the ground, he's fine. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Well, checking his rear view. Number one rule before takeoff. What's this guy doing? I'm trying to tell him don't fly because you're gonna die. Oh, did he sabotage the plane? Yeah. He, why didn't Look he do his, his goggles? Why didn't he do his pre-flight check? Well, he had his mechanic do his pre-flight check. Why didn't he do it? He's not a Every very pilot needs to do their He's own pre-flight check. You ever watch that show, Airplane Repo? No. It's as dumb as it sounds. They're repossessing airplanes. There's just one guy getting a uh, float plane. You have to like, fly the plane out when you repo Yeah, it? that's what this one guy did. <laughs> uh, this, obviously, it's stage. That's what I'm guessing. But, like, some crazy hunter guy stole a float plane. So this guy tries to steal it. No, I mean, I know, I've, I've talked to a guy whose job is repossessing vehicles, specifically like Whoa. semi-trucks and boats. Are boats? The two, yeah, he repossessed boats. This guy, like, from Miami Vice, that is awesome. No, I, well, I don't know where he's from, but he... Cigarette boats or something. He lives in Oregon right now, but he, yeah, that was his job, and I'm sure that if I listened long enough to his stories, he probably have... Oh, rats. Rats. Rats in the plane. Why is he freaking instead out, of, though? Instead of snakes on where do you think they got I'm tired of these rats on this motherfucking plane! <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Why did the rats cut, suddenly come out when he reached, like, 5,000 feet? Well, he's dead. He ain't gonna be re able to regain control of the plane after this. They're high-elevation rats. Why doesn't anybody think about... Well, I don't care who you are. You're flying a plane and rats are biting you. You put your hands on the steering wheel and you land that plane. Then you take care of the rats. Just put it on autopilot. It's like when a bee flies in through the window of your car. Could you imagine? We'd all crash if we didn't just like let the damn thing sting us. <laughs> you That's know? That's true. <laughs> a bee lands on your face or it falls into your mouth with your window open. And you just man up. Ooh, Dr. Fibes handing out those 10 milligram tablets of revenge like they're candy. <laughs> uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed the first half of Dr. Fibes as much as we did. If uh, you guys don't, if you guys aren't watching along, well, you got yourselves a week to go out and acquire it in some fashion and come back next week when we wrap up the second half. I mean... How else are you going to know whether or not this guy in the plane is going to survive or not? Spoiler alert. Fives motherfucking kills this guy. Hope that's not a big shock. Anyway, come back next week as we wrap up the second half of the abominable Dr. Fives and see just how this tale of revenge will come to a close.